This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, President Biden plans to nominate a new second-in-command at the State Department. Military families could see improvements to housing, child care, and school meal access. And the Senate takes a big step to avoid a government shutdown. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. The Senate takes a big step to avoid a government shutdown. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. The Departments of Veterans Affairs, Agriculture, Transportation and Housing and Urban Development and other related agencies are a step closer to getting full funding and off the continuing resolution carousel. The Senate passed the minibus appropriations bill yesterday, 82 to 15. Among the highlights, VA would receive $85 million more in discretionary funding this year as compared to 2023. The Food and Drug Administration would see a $20 million increase in funding. And the FAA's budget of $20 billion includes funding for 1,800 new air traffic controllers. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Unions are urging a quick finalization of a proposed rule aiming to block the return of Schedule F. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. That proposed rule from the Office of Personnel Management seeks to clarify and reinforce worker protections for career, non-political federal employees. OPM's move was a direct attempt to prevent the possible revival of Schedule F. That now-revoked executive order from the Trump administration tried to reclassify tens of thousands of federal employees to make them at will and easier to fire. Federal unions and other stakeholders have largely come out in favor of OPM's new proposal. They're calling for a final rule as soon as possible. But still, that proposed rule will be open to public comments until November 17th. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. President Joe Biden is planning to pick a new second-in-command at the State Department. Biden intends to nominate Kurt Campbell, a National Security Council coordinator for Indo-Pacific Affairs, to serve as the department's deputy secretary. Campbell previously served as Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Asian and Pacific Affairs. Campbell would take over for former Deputy Secretary Wendy Sherman, who stepped down in July. The Department of Homeland Security has a plan to grade the cybersecurity of its contractors. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. DHS has a new method for evaluating the cybersecurity of companies before awarding them a contract. The department's plan comes amid longstanding concerns about hackers stealing sensitive government data from the networks of contractors. But DHS will not take the same approach as the Defense Department's Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, program. DHS will measure cyber readiness by analyzing a company's response to a security questionnaire. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Biden administration is setting new rules for how federal agencies should set up the use of artificial intelligence tools. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The Office of Management and Budget is giving agencies 60 days to name a chief AI officer who will spur adoption of these emerging tech tools and manage risks surrounding them. Agencies also have until August 2024 to make sure AI tools used to deliver federal benefits and many other functions meet minimum safety requirements. Vice President Kamala Harris discussed OMB's draft guidance at an AI security summit in the United Kingdom. 
President Biden and I reject the false choice that suggests we can either protect the public or advance innovation. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The third cohort of the U.S. Digital Corps will begin accepting new applicants starting November 6th. The General Services Administration, which oversees the program, says the fellows span five technology tracks, software engineering, data science and analytics, product management, design, and cybersecurity. In the first two cohorts, more than 90 digital fellows have worked for 19 agencies on an assortment of projects. Applications for this third cohort are due by November 17th. For those interested in the program, GSA will hold information sessions starting today and every business day through next Tuesday. Military members and their families could see improvements to housing, child care, and school meal access under a series of bills making their way through the legislative process. For example, one bill would help military families find temporary housing if they're on a permanent housing wait list for longer than 10 days. Another bill would make it easier for military school children to qualify for free or reduced school meals. The Army is setting up a digital contracting center of excellence over the next few months. Young Bang, the Assistant Secretary of the Army for Acquisition Logistics and Technology, says this will be a hub and resource to train officers and make contracting more seamless across different Army shops. Bang says it'll serve as a guide for other contracting centers to help them with contracts and templates. Employees in the Defense Health Agency are seeing broader union representation. The Federal Labor Relations Authority has now certified 17 DHA offices along with DHA headquarters. Employees in those locations will be represented by the American Federation of Government Employees. There are currently 45,000 civilian employees at DHA that are part of AFGE. The union chapter largely expanded after the Defense Department transferred tens of thousands of health care workers to the relatively new agency. Agencies are giving the public more time to offer feedback on major contractor cybersecurity proposals. The comment period for two acquisition rules has been extended until February 2nd. One proposed rule would set requirements for, quote, cyber threat and incident reporting and information sharing, end quote. Another rule would standardize cybersecurity requirements for unclassified federal information systems. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Thursday, November 2nd, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.